1: Hello and welcome to an El Nelly. An El, ne- El Nelly. Welcome to this boat. Where's my picture? There we go, people. Look at that. Mr. Elneny, you beautiful curly haired Egyptian prince. Look at you. Everyone is an Elneny. And if it wasn't. Why is trim, his head
2: so small at the front and so big in the back? It stresses me point. out.
1: It's the same head, no matter where it is. So. <laughs> is it really? That yeah. stressing me out. Uh, we don't talk about that. We just, uh, we just like it. anyway. Uh, uh, Oxford United, Neil, Arsenal three, and with me to celebrate this momentous occasion is uh, is Deek. Yes, oh, we beat him. G at the end of your thing. St. Oh George. right, yeah, yeah, Deke St George, nearly, nearly put me off my stride. That
2: did. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good. How are you? How
1: was your well, Christmas in the year? All good? Well, when you get kids and they get to about 25, 24, it's just kind of exchanging gifts and watching Uh, being worked to death by Lidl. Got home, finished work at 10 p.m. on Christmas Eve, and then it's an hour and a half drive home. Well, back here, not home anymore. She's left. So, uh, oh, okay. yeah, it was good. Um, How was yours?
2: Yeah, nice and quiet. It's uh, the first quiet Christmas we've had in like a decade so it was really nice just to just sit at home and not do anything with anyone. Good. Really nice. Really nice. Lovely.
1: Yes. And so we watched a few films. We had a few giggles. We had a couple of roasts. And that is all you need from Christmas and friends exactly and family. Right. And that's, that's the most important thing. Anyway, let's talk about the football, shall we? What was your expectations bef- once you seen saw the lineups and you've gone, I need to have a sit down. What was your thoughts about the game and your expectations before the game started? Um,
2: line up. Uh very surprised to see uh the Prem front three. Uh I thought that was uh that was unusual. I didn't think that would happen. I thought my Quinos and maybe even Emil Smith Row might even start, but uh, you know, he came on. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, um I wasn't expecting too much. I thought it was just gonna be pretty much like a done, done deal game sort of thing. I wasn't really expecting too much, but um First half showed that we were we were very wrong in that. But yeah, front three, I think it also says a lot about the depth issue. Uh, and uh, a lot of rumours going around this evening that we're pretty much done with Mudrick. And he's uh, like he's pretty much signing on the dotted line now. And we've agreed the fee it's just the upfront stuff with 30 or 20%. And there's lots of stuff going around saying that it's, it's like 99.9% done now. And it's hopefully going to get like, finalised either tonight or tomorrow. So uh, we'll have to wait and see, but I really think it shows that once again we're lacking that uh, that availability up top. But uh, yeah, as I said, wasn't expecting much. How, what was your thoughts like? Did you did you think the game was going to go the way it was going to go?
1: I always like the early rounds of the cups because you get to see the players that you don't usually get to see before. Like you were saying, McQueenos, it'd be nice to see him. Yeah, um, I don't think uh, M- Manoiré, he-, he couldn't get there. He couldn't leave school early. He had a note from his mum, but they still wouldn't let him leave school early. The fifteen-year-old that made his oh, Premier right. League debut, so he, he wasn't allowed to play, and he had a paper out to go and do after school. Uh, so I like to see these other players come in, but I don't like it when you have to resort to playing Gabriel and or or Saliba in these games. Yeah, but but there again, you look at the game. It was the first half was like walking football for us. We gave them the first half hour. It's like children that have just had too much sugar. They're running around. They're excited. They're playing the greatest team in the world. So you give them half an hour. Then after the half an hour, I expected things to start, especially with that starting 11, I expected things to maybe start early. But it's just Arteta going steady, just take it steady, go out there, do what you usually do, and everything will be all right. But then it. it I was quite impressed by Oxford. Considering they're 15th yeah. in League One, I thought they are yeah. very organised. Their manager has taken them from the conference to League Two to League One, which is the third tier of English football, if anyone wasn't sure. I remember him as a player, I think, and uh, he's got. They played decent football. They didn't Newcastle us, which is the big surprise for me, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, well, I I I, uh, I didn't watch anything about the you know post game or watch any pods or listen to any pods or anything like that with regards to the Newcastle game. I was really frustrated with it um, with the antics. I was I was va- I was venting on Twitter uh, about it. That's if That's I'm if you. I'm venting on Twitter, yeah. Well, if I'm venting on Twitter uh, during an Arsenal game, it means I'm really annoyed. Um, I, yeah, it was very frustrating, but yeah, no, they didn't Newcastle last tonight, which was great, but yeah, I thought the first half really showed that they're a team that, uh, you know, as, as, long as you drill them well, they can, uh, you, they can work hard and they can get a, re- a result in,
1: in certain ways. You know, we didn't, we didn't get a shot on target in the first half. Um, yeah, that is... I mean, when you got a front three of Saka, yeah. Martinelli, and and Eddie, even and and even someone like um, uh, the Portuguese bloke whose name I forgot, Fabio Vieira, Vieira, even with someone like him, and his is really good passing skills. Just have a pop shot, just test the goalkeeper.
2: I think it's when, yeah, I think it's a little bit nervous nervousness and stuff like that. It's um, it's a different type of game as well yeah. uh, for a lot of these players. Um, you know, you've got the the pleasures of VAR. We'll discuss that. We've got the pleasures of VAR in the Premier League, which can help defend not only, so not only uh, sort whether a goal is not a goal, but it also defends players as well. So we're seeing gonna... a lot more yeah. uh, Sunday league rough and tumble uh, tonight. Yeah. And a lot of players, maybe it was a little bit of an eye opener for them. So maybe we saw situations where Fabio Vieira was, uh, was struggling and uh, and and all that,
1: but they didn't re- knowing knowing they can get away oh, with it. They didn't resort to that tactic. So again, I applaud oh. Oxford for decent ground. I mean, it's only three quarters of a ground, yeah. but a decent ground. Uh, they watered the pitch really, really, really well. they, they watered the pitch really well? Yeah, um, and they, uh, they 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 came. They didn't come. They invited us to come and play a game of football on a fast wet pitch. And, and they they didn't go out of their way to go and be our which is a uh, which is lovely to see. Oh we've got our um our pawn butt there. Um here we go. Um 69mega.com. There you go. They're not paying for us. Ugh, tinder uh, I'm Removing am uh, removing them all. Uh it says uh, their girls are are our first right first. That's good. That's lovely.
2: There you go. I've removed them good.
1: all. Cuz Deke is a moderator there and he was he has used the ban hammer on them expect them to come back a little bit later. Uh, I've been a little bit rude. I haven't said hello to everybody. So you've got Tiger. Oh, and Guna, yeah. Gonna... And lots of numbers. John Hazy, Phil Macker, Jim Eves, Dan Guna, Dave Cox. That's a name I've not seen before. Dave. Hello, Dave. I hope you like it here. Mike Hertz, our, our um, resident uh, Guatemalan, Mexican. Uh, oh, what is he? Is um, It's like a hybrid bag of dicks. Haven't seen you here for a while. Bag of dicks. I hope you're well. Uh, the Irish beast is there. Oh, our mate, Steph is there. He's always there. Lovely to see you, sir. Tony Cornell, this Portuguese bloke for fucks. Ha <laughs> I know. Sometimes when you're tweeting, hosting, producing, and doing all that lot, you have a brain fart. And I, I nearly forgot Deke's name at the beginning of the show when it's written on the screen. So, uh, plus I'm getting on in, I'm getting on a little bit. Uh, Loki is there. Lovely. Michael in Sweden is there. Um, who else? Oh, Avon. Oi, oi. Do you like the moustache, Avon? Rudy's there. Hello, Rudy. Nice of you to join us. And Pete, as always. And Grant is there. Oi, oi, Dano. Lovely. Right, let's um, talk about the... Uh, ooh, what would you like to talk about? Because uh, yeah, for the first I... half, there's very little to talk about, wasn't there?
2: Uh, yeah, very boring. Very boring. Uh, show. glimpses of, uh, in the first half anyway, Conga's. Uh, inability to kind of warm up to the game quickly, um, unlike his, uh, unlike the the Premier League middle three of uh, of Udegaard, Xhaka and uh, and Party uh, today really showed um, that that midfield is world class. Really, really is. Um, Tierney playing the inverted wing back role a little bit better, um, but didn't have a great game. I think. Well, uh, there's going to be questions uh in summer about Tierney if he doesn't really get the position under his belt. You know, Zinchenko started the season as left back um from injuries coming back as well. Zinchenko's back in to the side very much uh, the first team option when it comes to left back. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the summer. Um but yeah uh Oxford definitely didn't we didn't think the game would be like this. I don't as I said I think it's probably something to do with the Sunday league mentality with no protection from VAR and uh, a little bit more rough and tumble, so maybe a lot of the players. Uh, it took a little bit of time for them to warm up, especially Fabio Vieira. You know, first and second half, the the displays were were very very really different.
1: Struggling to put the ball through, wasn't he?
2: Yes, very much, very much. So we, you know, we were really missing Erdegaard. but then obviously from the free kick, um, Vieira, you know, finally realised that he can uh, he can play football again. So that was but, so that was good.
1: But that's the result of when you don't get minutes, Premier League minutes, isn't it? This is going to happen. You can't – I mean, training is one thing. I mean, match fit is another thing. And he has he's played virtually no games. I mean, Lukonga yeah. has had – the last nine Premier League games, he's been on the bench eight of those times and not used any of them. Vieira hasn't been used much as well. So when they come into a game like this, anybody who plays football manager will know you can be 100% fit, but you can only be 50%, 60% match fit. Match and you shot. don't get that yeah. back with one game. No, so no, you don't. don't it's a shame that we've got Man City next because these players needed the League Cup and the early stages of the Europa League and the early stages of the FA Cup to get a good run of games. And some of them had that, but the League Cup's gone. And the FA Cup, well, you, you put your money on Man City winning that at Man City, although we'll give them a yep. good game. But those players like it's not to... A priority. It's not priority.
2: It's not a priority. FA Cup's
1: priorities. not priority this season. Premier League first, Europa League second, bin the rest of it. Yes, but Turner's going to be looking at this going, I had a really good World Cup. Uh, I'm the number one for my country. And I'm, I've played one League Cup game. I've played a... No, he didn't even play in the League Cup, did he? It was the Carl Heijn, as, as Femi yeah. told us, in that one. So he didn't play that. He's played one FA Cup game, no Premier League games. And uh, I think he played five out of the six Europa League games. I think Ramsdale came in for possibly... I know he came in for one. So that player, I mean, come the summer, he's going to be looking at that going, well, I've, I've not played the, you think cup games, he would get 10, 15 cup games a season and maybe a couple of Premier League games. He ain't getting that. No. He's too good for that. He had a really good game again, didn't he? Five games, I think they said, and uh, four clean sheets. Yeah,
2: you know, I had no real expectations when we signed, uh, when we signed Turner. But today um, he had a, you know, he didn't really put a foot wrong. It was a few moments in the first half where he was a little bit sketchy with his feet. Um, but you know, I don't think he walked into the Arsenal situation at the very beginning with uh, with a blindfold on. I think he realised that it was going to be a real hard slog to be able to un uh, to unplace uh, Ramsdale from the number one position. I think he's going to have to take something quite exceptional or an injury uh, for that to happen, and I'm sure he's not blind to see and notice that. I know that he's the number one for his country, but Ramsdale is is pretty much now in turn to become the number one for a club that uh, a nation that's obviously. Playing at a higher level, higher level than uh, than the USA. So, there's no disrespect to US United States. They've got a fantastic young squad. They showed that in the United, uh, in the World Cup, and uh, they played with the youngest squad in the World Cup as well. So, it's gonna be very interesting to see them progress for the next. Uh, it is it. It's in the United States as well, is not it? Twenty twenty six. I think it's in no, the United Canada, States. Canada,
1: USA, Mexico.
2: Cup. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting one. That's going to be it's going really be
1: great. Really for friends, friends of ours who live over there, and uh, yeah. our very own uh, Jeff Holland-Funden, is a Canadian, and never thought you'd see Canada playing the World Cup again, well, gonna host it. And he's got tickets hey. for all the games, I think. That's fantastic stuff. So,
2: uh, but yeah, um, but anyway, as I was saying, you know, Turner, I, I, he had a good game, and he just had to keep working at it and, and, and see what happens. But I'm, I, he, I'm not worried about losing him. I've got no emotional attachments to the guy. <laughs> It's what it is. He's he's doing his job and and well played to him.
1: A Karim Karimia. I call you A. Makes a good point. Loan Sambi to some French team and sell him in the summer. He is never ever making it at Arsenal. Absolute prancing Bambi. <laughs> Every time he comes on or gets a chance, we need a proper understudy to Xhaka. Now we were talking that people, if you remember, that we bought him from Anderlecht, and us manager or was for a while was Vincent Company, and then he stepped down because he couldn't do player manager. Now he's manager of Burnley. Would you like to see um Le Conga go and to Burnley? Top of the champion, top of the Champions League, top of the championship, which is the second tier in English football, and playing really, really good football. They are no longer the Burnley of old. They are lighting that division up. Aren't no,
2: they? Newcastle or the Burnley of old. Yeah, um... that's it, they
1: are. <laughs> it's been almost a straight swap.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, I've i said it all season. I'm not Lokonga's biggest fan. Um, I was being very conservative talking about him this evening, um, saying about how he needed to warm up. Um, when you're playing second fiddle in a team, playing as well as Arsenal with a title push, that we have to really recognise that's go- that's happening. Um, players like Lokonga, Fabio Vieira and Eddie Nketiah, who once again showed tonight that he's he's warming up, but they don't, you, don't get the, you don't get the gift or the, the privilege to be able to have games to warm up in. You kind of have to take your chance a, a, as quickly and, and as efficiently as possible. And Eddie's doing that, which is brilliant because I was terrified about that. Really, really genuinely mm-hmm. terrified going about for. that. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So uh, even though it was against Oxford, who's a League One side, it's going to do nothing but wonders for Eddie's uh, confidence going in back into the Premier League and especially on Monday against the Scum. But as I said, Lekongo, I've been really conservative on this podcast uh, tonight about him saying he needed a warm up. But I'm not his biggest fan. I don't rate him. Um, I think as much as Gwen had a bad personality and he's not my cup of tea, and I'm glad we did what we did with him. Mm. Gwen is a better player all round. Oh no, he's on Konga. fire the entire time. Yeah, yeah, sure. Really I, I'm not. I'm, yeah, probably too yeah. up for it. Yeah, that's it. That's the problem. But I'm, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Gwen biggest fan. But he is a better football player than Lekongo, and we got rid of a player like Gwen Doozy. Um, so I'm not Lukonga's biggest fan I don't really care what happens to him um, you know keep him around for squad depth and stuff but his personality especially as well in the you know in the uh, the documentary behind the scenes when Eddie called him when Eddie called him out on at the table you know he was saying stop bitching and moaning and just work hard and, and you know stop being a bitch about it so you know I, I earned respect for I gained respect for Eddie and Ketty and I lost Oh, none, no, I had no respect for Le Conger anyway, but I lost any little bit I had left for him when I heard that statement. And so I'm not really his biggest fan in, in any way. So I don't really care what happens to the guy.
1: Um, uh, Rudy and Avon have both said uh, Michael Ateta confirms that Saka is fine. Which is the oh, most important God. thing about today's game? Yeah, thank um, Avon God. says I think the issue with Samby is that he is one of those players like Xhaka who needs to play all of the time to be at the level. We need to find him a club. Yeah, I mean, it was a gamble, and lots of clubs would want him, but I doubt any Premier League clubs will want him. Grant says Eddie has scored every time he's played this year, apart from did he play against Newcastle? I can't remember. I don't yeah, he would have done. I mean, done. I think he did. I thought he started up front. And he's he a, he's number one striker quality, but the kid has been backing up his gimme starts and watch stats. S-T-A-S-T-E. I reckon that may mean the word stats, but your fingers were typing faster than your brain was telling them ah statement he says not stats statement yes that's true he made that statement and he's he's proving that he can do it Pete Coulson really off topic but I want to know Deke's figures behind him and Pete says he's into Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest
2: that's uh, that's that's Super Saiyan Gohan too. Uh when he was fighting uh, when he's fighting Cell um, yeah. that's just him powering up going into Super Saiyan 2 uh, that's the only reaction figure that I've really got there I've got oh I've got Cade Cade here from De- Destiny um, and other little things that's Mr. Bean's teddy bear, and that's the that's the Don, of course, the one and only the Don. <laughs> uh, but there's no real other action figures. I'm a I'm a DB's, I'm a I'm a Dragon Ball fan, um, yeah. uh, and uh, Cowboy Bebop before the Netflix series, but uh, yeah, no, I've, I haven't really got a lot of figures.
1: Oh, there you go, right? Uh, Rudy has got a quote for us. Where have you been, Rudy? Oh, actually, we have done shows, have you? That's where you've been. We, uh, we've done one pro- post game show. Um Rudy says, Mikel Arteta on João Felix going to Chelsea and any other potential transfer in January. Quote, My job is to focus on making players better and if we get any reinforcements, then great. Stand the man who is uh, the other person who does these post-game shows with us. Teabag looked poor for the first half because he had to babysit Sambi. Once Xhaka and Zinchenko came on, it gave him more space to do his thing, hence the two assists. Wise words. Sighs there with his usual Arteta out. One day, one day, sigh. Oh, he got fired in my game, a football manager. He got fired at December 2024, Sam um, si, so he ain't got long to wait. Uh, he got fired in the same week that um, uh, Emery got fired from Aston Villa. Coincidence? I don't know. Uh, right, Phil says Arteta coming, confirming the plan is to lock Sambi in the toilet at Oxford. When, when they let him out, didn't I? We know him. I support that. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder, as always say, "Hits the th- hit the thumbs up, people." Thumbs up. I'm not even. I haven't even got this open. 18 it, thumbs up.
2: There's there's 18. 40 of us in here. And there's only 18, 18 thumbs up. I that is a, a, an appalling number.
3: You if know, we we're at the top
2: it, of the league. We're at the top of the league. We've got a real chance to win the Premier League, and it's been a real fucking shitty time being Arsenal fans for the last hour fucking long. So we need to be supporting <laughs> each other and boosting those fucking numbers and get that positivity going around because it's really starting it, to show on the pitch. Let's get
1: involved, it, man. And if we get to a thousand likes, we'll do a 24 hour stream right now, naked. A thousand likes. <laughs> we don't get a thousand a <laughs> season. <laughs> uh, Mike says, "DBZ lover, Dragon Ball yeah,
2: Z." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't just love Dragon Ball; Z. I love Dragon Ball in general. So all of the stuff, uh, Dragon Ball Super, and stuff like that. So, but yeah, that's from DBZ. But yeah, the I love only cartoon
1: DBZ. I like is Family Guy. Yeah, I like Family Guy. It's brilliant, and I watch Simpsons, but it's just not funny. I mean, the Family Guy, I will ha, oh, a lot. Regularly, usually because it's politically incorrect and wrong, and oh, it's happy. become
2: a lot more politically correct. The Simpsons is uh, he slept on recently. I've been watching new Simpsons, it's actually slept on. I think it's actually pretty decent. Give it another probably, go. The new stuff, the new, new stuff, it's actually pretty pretty decent.
1: Ah, uh, and the family guy's got one of my people in there. The policeman, he's, he's uh, oh, he's Joe, one of my people, that's him. I can't even remember, I don't even know, oh, their of names.
2: course, cause he's in a wheelchair, yeah, yes. John, yeah.
1: <laughs> Yes, that's why uh, I, I well, watched one recently. Where they, uh, what did they have? They they had an a electric bike, and you he held on to the back, and his legs are flapping around in the background behind them. <laughs> well, no, not if you're fat, they don't. They just drag on the floor. <laughs> uh, Anne says, so, beating to the punch, much richer clubs again. I don't know what that means. Uh, Pete Colson, are we going to sign Mudrick the Duck? That's see. Madrid is well, is Ukrainian. I don't. Well, I don't think
2: we're desperate. I don't think we're desperate. We're not Chelsea uh, with Xhel uh, Felix. They had a couple of injuries in the Man City. Oh, uh, was it the Man City game?
1: They lost four uh,
2: Chelsea. No, not in the cup. Not in the, uh, but in the in the league. I don't know who they were playing. Anyway, they lost. They lost like a couple of players, like Paul and Sterling, uh, due to little league. Oh, yeah, they... So, so they started yeah. in their pants. And now, but they've, don't worry, uh, they
1: have got Aubameyang. Oh
2: fuck. Oh that was terrible. Oh that was so I was so depressing to watch. He got absolutely destroyed. It was so bad. He's so god he's fallen down so badly. Um but, we told yeah.
1: them, we told the Chelsea fans yeah, he's yeah, coming yeah, for the money. no yeah, other reason.
2: Like me, he's so tragic. He wasn't even the squad in the league game against City. It wasn't right. even the fucking squad. Um but yeah, no um and he will hang uh, around that's the like the reason a why bad Chelsea... smell. That's why Chelsea went in big for Joe Felix because of injury worries and stuff like that. So they've paid out of the like stupid money, like 20 plus for six months,
1: six months, six six million pound months. and about 20 million a pounds, hundred, a couple of hundred, a couple of hundred thousand a week at least. Oh, but then they got mugged when they, when they bought him in the first place. Why would a player like that go, oh, certainly I'll go and play for Simeone at Atletico Madrid, who have never knowingly done anything creative in the last four years and managed to win the league doing that? Oh, Ooh, I don't know what that was. I had uh, a but, uh, Yeah, Mudrik's done.
2: Mudrik's done. Well, let's just assume he's done and he's going, to be, he's going to be on the bench against the scum. Let's just assume. Let's just assume.
1: Confidence. Because yeah, I keep telling people Mudrik is Ukrainian for duck. So his nickname is the duck. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's cool. Now I know that. That's cool. Yeah, but he called him the duck. Uh, oh, and says that co- his comment was about Arteta about reinforcements. Clearly, we aren't lining anybody up. Okay, Rudy's got a quote for us. Mikhail Arteta, when asked about transfers, quote: "We will go game by game. Now we have a game against Spurs, and we will prepare for that first. And Deeply is going to be joining us for the post-game show. Might have Have you and Stan ever done a show together? Yes. Ah, I might get both. Did you get on? Because I know most people annoy you. They annoy me, most people. Most of my friends I don't like. (laughs) I'm pretty sure sure we got on. I'm pretty sure we got on. Uh, We were on a post-pod, yeah. Oh, good. Well, maybe I'll try and get Stan on for that one as well. That'd be good. Have the three of us. Maybe just let you two do one on your own one day. (gasps) Pressing all the buttons. Jeez. (laughs) Um, Nosa says, did Alba play at all? Nope. Avon says, according to the chatter tonight, we are very close to signing. Well, I'm going to stop reading. Oh, I'll well, read one from Kevin because Kevin's quite new. Only a matter of time until Felix is crocked as well, right? We can only right. into the so We've been talking for 24 minutes and now and even got to the second half. I forgot there was a second half. Uh, the one so, thing I wanted
2: to talk about uh, before cool. the start of the second half, uh, McGuane, It was interesting to see him again, ex Arsenal McGuane, playing yeah. for Oxford. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I looked at his wiki, so I was like, didn't he leave Arsenal for Barca?
1: Yeah. Barca uh,
2: B. I think he played Barcelona
1: in in that was a it and now he's
2: here in Oxford. Very funny time. So that was int- that was funny to see him. because um, he was trying to track mark uh, Martinelli, which was which was funny. Anderson <laughs> kept up with him, so that was pretty decent. Elneny yeah. pass, Elneny, you uh Elneny slept on again today. That pass that you put through to the middle and and, and Eddie controlled it, it just split the entirety of the Oxford team. Uh, in in so I'm don't any slept on, that's for, that's for sure. Um, VAR, as I said at the start of the pod, you know, the fact that VAR generally play, protects players, handball, that would have been a handball for the pen, 100%. There would have been a handball and that we would have got a penalty. Um, and the commentary, I noticed that they picked up on the fact that the Arsenal players went up to the referee and demanded a card and uh, they were getting, you know, and the commentator was, you know, I'm not a fan of it, I'm not a fan of it, but, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. But Newcastle were doing it for the entirety of the game against us, and nothing was fucking said. No. You know, everyone's jumping in Arteta, and the fact that he's uh, uh, that the fact that he's so vocal and, and uh, he's got a lot of gusto when it comes to in the technical area, and everyone's constantly badgering him, saying he needs to stay in his technical area. But there we are. There we are. But yeah, no, there's nothing. The first half was a boring pile of garbage, and we didn't get a shot on target. But the second half uh, was uh, was a little bit different.
1: Stan says his deal is 750 grand a week, including wages and loan fees. It's, it's embarrassing.
2: It's, an embar- it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. That's <sighs> Im- oh, embarrassing. I and I don't, uh, six months. I don't, I can't see him doing something like what Erdogan did where it took six months and he really grabbed the, uh, grabbed the chance by the scruff of the neck. Hence the reason why we went in and, and bought him for a stupidly low fee. <laughs> it's turning out to be one of the best players that we've had in a very, very long time. Um, I don't think Japhyllis is going to do anything big. No. I think Chelsea are going to be asking a lot from him, and he's not going to be able to, not going to be able to step up to that plate as quickly as they want him to.
1: So I've already said that Arteta's come out and said Saka is fine. So yeah, 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 yeah he's fine. Apparently, don't panic. Well, thank God for that. Yes. Um, everyone says fourth clean sheet for Matt Turner from five starts. I was trying to figure yeah. out how many starts he made, and then I will remember the stat as well. I thought he played. In he hasn't put a five. foot
2: wrong. Can't I? Can't I? Can't I, I? Can't knock him. He hasn't put a foot wrong.
1: Can't knock. Him. So Ramsdale must have played two of the Europa League games. Then, yeah, doing good. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. move on. to Look, I didn't make any notes because I had to, I had a dodgy belly. All right. And then, no, that's so, all right. I've got
2: notes. I've got some notes, so I'm happy to better talk better. about the first. Uh, happy to talk about the first goal. Um, beautiful cross, uh, free kick from uh, Fabio Vieira, who. Second half, he really, really picked up. You know, um, before Eddie got his uh, his brace, I would have put Fabio Vieira up for possible man of the match uh, for his second half performance. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was beautiful. The cross just, and the free kick, as I said, was was fantastic. And know and any getting on the end of it and just putting it past the keeper who didn't really have much he could have done about it. Um, lovely, lovely
1: floated in cross from uh, from Fabio Vieira. Do you think we've got thirty five million pounds worth of talent there? I know it's only a number, but is he who's that he, Fabio still- Vieira? Yeah, still
2: I, uh, got hope. yeah, I've got hope for him. Um I think I I don't think he uh takes opportunities uh as much as I want him to take, but there's been moments where we've seen glimpses of what he could do. I've been ranting and raving about him all season with the moments that he's shown. Um but you know, we've had players like that, that come through uh, the Arsenal ranks and leave, you know, showing glimpses of what they can do but not being able to do it on a consistent basis. So I don't know we're going to have to wait and see when it comes to Fabio Vieira. I like him, I like it, I think but however, you know, even like in the uh training videos he's very quiet. He's very very quiet and very much keeps himself to himself, uh, very solitary uh, character. And I'm not knocking people that are that way, but there's a there's a there's a sort of atmosphere at Arsenal, especially at London Coney, where they 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 they're really really bonding where you're just seeing it's like watching kids running around on a, on, a, on a, in a playground and they're all best friends it's kind of like that and fabio vera doesn't really get involved as much maybe as i said maybe it's because he's quiet and it just he's really struggling but i uh, it maybe he's he needs time to warm up just to the country you know we've got to, we've got to take that into consideration it's the first time that he's left his his home nation so
1: and uh did the double with porto which i, I knew they'd won yeah. the league i didn't know they didn't did the double but other countries don't tend to take the domestic cup seriously uh, Dan Laguna is just giving lots of love to everybody in the chat. That's lovely. And Noza says, Fabio needs to bulk up a bit first. I've saved your question for later. Uh, Noza, all right. Second goal, Deke.
2: Yeah, second goal. Um, uh, really, what was it? What was the second goal? What was the second goal? Was it Fabio Vieira. It was Eddie, yeah. It was Fabio yeah. Vieira playing it through to Eddie. Uh, and then, oh, that's it. And then in dinking it around the keeper yeah. um, and, then, and uh, everything like that. It was really, really nice. Uh, great composure
1: before it had gone in. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great confidence. composure from
2: Eddie. Yeah, great composure from Eddie. That was really, really nice. As I said, even though it is against Oxford in a league one side, this confidence is just going to help goals him. Are goals are go goals. are goals. And it's going to help him go through against uh, against Spurs uh, on on Monday. Um Tierney struggling. Second half came off. Sinchenko came in. Xhaka came in and played as well. Xhaka for me has probably been my favourite player of the season so far like literally what a redemption arc I I, I don't even like I don't even know if you can call it like what's better than a redemption arc because that's what it is it's better than that yeah and I don't even think there's like a real real word for that have we ever
1: had one like that before
2: I don't think so I really don't I've never seen someone turn their career around as quickly and as passionately and as effectively as he's done, I'm blown away by it. I'm really, really am blown away. He's he's become my favorite player from being one of my most hated players. So, um, he's
1: someone he'd actually like to be friends with and you don't, we don't like, yeah, I
2: agree with you there. There was the documentary with the that they did, um, where they talked about his experience about, you know, the swearing at the fans and doing all this. I, I really liked him then. And that was really before his redemption arc. And it's just gotten better. Yeah, he's the sort of guy that I wouldn't mind actually having a beer with. And I say that uh, very few about Arsenal players and about football players in general, especially uh, Bellerin, who is, uh, you know, he's got an even worse. Um, But uh, yeah, Tini struggling. Um, I think Summer, I said Summer's going to be interesting. Um, You know, Zinchenko's very much uh, nailed in. Uh, 74 minutes, ESR is back.
1: Yes, I missed that. I was coming from the bedroom into the sitting room and I was screaming at my Amazon devices to play the radio before I could go and um, load up the game. And um, yes, yeah, so I missed he'd come on and then I just saw that uh, uh, a glimpse of him and I thought, oh, he's back. Lovely. That is going to help our season no end, isn't it?
2: He was very, very rusty. Uh, real lacking of match sharpness. Um, I was hoping he'd get more minutes than... Coming on after 74 minutes, but I'll take what I can get. Um, it's going to be great to have him on the bench as an option mm. against the scum on Monday. That's um, so versatile. He's very, very versatile. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, movement with him. I think there's a po- you know possibility of him being able to play through the middle of the park. You know, Fabio Vieira is very much a player who plays out on the right as a backup to Saka. I think uh, Emil Smith Rowe might be not uh, uh, like a rotational option for Erdegaard uh until you know something moves in the summer when it comes to midfield but yeah he's he's very rusty but um you know i'm happy that he's back
1: it's good to see him very happy indeed um lovely way for eddie still doing his celebration with the uh the ring-a-ding-ding thing so it's good that he's he's, he believes in himself which for quite a while we thought he doesn't believe in himself i don't think he believes that that he can do the job that he is a uh, that he is a striker but yeah, I mean, if, if he's doing it and he's he's turning it around, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, and, I've got like, to, just just at the right time as well. Yeah, I was I, I I I was definitely
2: one of the people that was worried about Eddie and uh, the fact that we lost a player like Gabriel Jesus. Um, I'm watching highlight reels uh, passively uh, on my Twitter feed, showing what Gabriel Jesus was doing before the injury, and I'm like, oh god, it looks. Even now, I miss it even more. Now, because I know that we had what we have and we didn't have it, you know, and we don't have it right now. So I miss it even more. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't wait for him to be back. Hopefully there's rumours he'll start to be uh, training again by the start of February. That would be ginormous because we really need him for the title push. Uh, but yeah, and no, I'm really happy that Eddie's scoring. Uh, we, we need him too, and he's doing that. So fair play to the guy. It was a fantastically, It was a fantastically low chip. Very confident, but really low. Um, but fair play to the guy—a a great finish. But there's uh, there's talk about it potentially being offside if VAR was in play. But you know, as I said, we would have had a penalty in the first half anyway.
1: Good. I'm just finding a picture of um of of uh, he's asked why it's teabag, and uh, I will show you the bit. Did I just see that Feinberg accidentally joined up? <laughs> he's not. It's not letting him in. Fine. Oh God, he is there. He's gone again. He's there. What are you doing, man?
4: We're taking over. We are taking over. That's awesome. We're taking over the the goddamn podcast. <laughs> not that it's not entertaining awesome. enough, but uh, I'm bringing my friends in. We're gonna rumble, and because uh, because you know the the mustache needs some help. I'm sorry, Deke. This is this is unfair to you, but uh, but Danny, you uh, your subject the first the first ever. Takeover.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. yeah, I turn the sound on your computer on so they can hear us back on our stream. Yeah, I can't even
1: So many Aww. people are now in this call. <laughs> I can't see it because my computer's. I'm trying to save a picture of tea bag and paint has
3: decided to shit the bed. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Oh, our, oh. Our, our podcast sucked. So we're here <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, we, we're
1: literally riding right, your coattails. There you yeah. go. I can see you all now. I was busy getting a picture of, uh, um, who was it? Ray wanted to know, why do we call him T-Bag? How mm-hmm. comes Mike's the one who's done the raid, and Mike is the only one who is not in here? Is he on some kind of dodgy internet again?
4: No, I don't know how to get my... I, I'm on one, and I am i don't know how to uh, how to pull this off, but...
1: Well, Ray, <laughs> we all know what um, Fabio Vieira looks like. This is T-Bag out of the, the TV show Prison Break. And this is uh, so uh our very own Stan. Here we go. Stan's put a comment there. Fabio Vieira is the double of teabag from Prison Break. So there you go. That's,
2: I don't know this show. I've heard of it, but I, I didn't know this character. But yeah, he looks freakily
1: like
0: you. Fabio <laughs> Vieira.
1: He does, Mike. So is your show still going? Should I go and look on the internet and find yeah. your show? I mean, I'm yeah. not subscribed to us, I'll have to go and find it in the first place. For people who don't know, in the bottom left hand corner, that's uh, is it Ian or is it Ian? Iyan? <laughs> I can never fucking remember. That Jesus, oh, oh, whatever. I, I can really... see it now. Good God, it's all over the place. It is it's ridiculous. And um, then you've got Aston down there, who's um, from uh, Don't tell me Florida. And you did stuff with um, what's his name? Oh, the one with the sexy voice. Come on, I'm in a WhatsApp group with him. Just got married. What's his name? Somebody help me. You did sexy stuff with who? <laughs> with me? We talking about Owen? No, not Owen. I mean, Owen no has never knowingly been described as sexy. I'm having to go and look in the group and see if I can find his name. Well, Daniel Gordon lives down there. That's one person who's coming on soon and uh chris lodato. lodato there you go terrible isn't it not not jared clive clive palmer would never dirt soil himself enough to come on this podcast how dare you <laughs> he's, he's better than that as did, uh, I tell you, did, I,
4: did i ever tell you the story about how at the at the football content awards a couple years ago i was standing next to clive talking to him and someone came up and asked me to take a picture of him with clive and as i'm taking the picture he leans over to Clive and says, "I love your channel, AFTV. It's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> and I stood there, and my jaw was dropped. And after the guy left, I'm like, "Clive, did he literally just say that?" And he and we just we both fell down to the ground laughing because, uh, you know, I guess he, he can't tell the difference between uh, I mean, Clive and 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 and, and, uh, and Robbie was literally right there. He was like ten feet away at the bar, so. <laughs>
1: Uh, Pete Colson wants to know, where the furniture did Mike come from? See, playing on words there, because uh, Mike is the destroyer of furniture. Oh, Mr. Waffles has per let's get ready to rumble. Did you know the, the the bloke who does the ready to rumble and the bloke who, he's gone again, the bloke who does the, um, the UFC one, they're brothers.
3: I didn't oh know. yeah, Bruce Buffer and Michael Buffer.
1: But they were separated at birth, and they didn't know each other for the first thirty years of their life.
3: Until Joe's the both in a ring. <laughs>
1: yeah, well there you go. So it was obviously in the uh, in the in the genes. well um, we right, were just about to go through the third goal with Deke. Deke, tell us about the third goal.
2: Um, we were talking about it, weren't we? Um, just a the lowest of low uh, chip, chipping efforts from. Uh, from, from Eddie once again showing uh, the uh, the confidence coming through as I said as well that there's room possible offside there was a VAR call on it um, but we would have got the penalty in the first half anyway so it doesn't matter but confidence um, Martinelli showing that he can play out on the right which is I don't think that's a good play but um, you know if it comes to if we obviously Mudrick coming in and Saka needs to rest and we've got Martinelli on the bench because Mudrick you know, turns into one of the world's best players, and Martinelli can play on the right, so that's quite interesting. But yeah, Eddie, that, uh, that, beautiful he? finish.
1: He came beautiful. over to the right-hand side. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just slot, he and he just
2: straight away gets an assist. So
1: I mean, go on, fuck off.
3: This is my side. Owen, what did you think about the game? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I was uh, I was just mentioning on our podcast and I'm not sure whether don't, it's still going or not at this point. point. Yeah, yeah but. Um, uh, <laughs> I hate to con- it's sort of the commonly used phrase. It was a game of two halves. It was, uh, in my opinion, the first half was extremely frustrating for the simple fact that there were so many players in there that are on the fringes of the squad that should be staking a claim uh, to put themselves in the mind of Mikel Arteta to be getting into those uh, starting elevens, you know in the coming weeks and and it really didn't seem like that. It seemed like they turned up there with the idea that they were bigger than this game that they didn't really need to do much to get a result out of it. And it's just funny that if the two mm-hmm. substitutions for Kieran Tierney and Sambi Conga two players who bring you um, technical security and Granit Xhaka and Alexander Sinchenko, the difference that they made that, the, and not only the difference that they made technical security, but I think the the stability they brought to the side that let Fabio Vieira flourish. You know, uh, Diggum was talking about that Eddie and Kadey goal, and it's funny because I'm. Normally, quite critical of Eddie and and the sort of deficiencies in his game, but something that I would say about that game that I sort of felt sorry for him at halftime because he spent a lot of that first half making very good runs, you know, playing on the shoulder of those defenders and which he had beat for pace all day, and um, and he was running about pointing his finger where he wanted the ball and it just never seemed to come. But simple changes. You know, in the midfield, like a player like Granit Xhaka, someone who provides that calmness in transition, and Fiera mm-hmm. was eventually able to find those types of balls. Um, shut the fuck up, mate. Um, How did you know? That's <laughs> not my. Because Danny's too nice to do that. so fucking rude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's but, in the uh, flow there. But <laughs> I was, I was just saying on on our podcast again, the, the Gunners podcast, you should plug in. so subscribe That's to that. it's a very good yeah. podcast. Thank you. Um, but today's version. Is is over. What I'm what, what I'm starting to see in these players, Eddie and Saka, Leso, and Mid Smith on now because he's just due, just back. But Gabriel Martinelli, those players, there's there's a luck about players when they're still those youthful types of players, and that's starting to be taken out of those guys. You know that when how can they are under pressure and those high pressure moments in in big games, um, that to stay cool, they they keep their technique right and and they get the job done. So. All in all, look, I think you can take away a plenty from this game. But um, I think it's a thing that we've started <laughs> saying recently, which is it's better to learn your lessons in wins than, than learn them in losses.
1: Yeah, true. I agree with that. Aston, what was what, your thoughts on the game? And what, what do you think the future is for the players like um, Kieran Tierney, Lukonga, um, not not so much Vieira because I think he's done well. Yeah, mainly those two. What do you think the future is for those two after you said uh, What are your thoughts on the game? Well, I mean for I, I like I said on
0: our cast, I said that I was gonna give Tierney a little more grace. Um, because I think that in that position, I think that he was actually subject to a lot of uh, positional issues that Samby Lakaonga was bringing. It's a bit like um, having a bunch of backup dancers and then you know, uh, or a backup singers, and you finally need you know one of them to sing the solo, and they just weren't ready. We know Samby Lakaonga can perform when he's surrounded by first team players, but we can see in games when he does not have that luxury when he's the one that has to win the ball back when he's the one that has to do the work when he's the one that has to drag players around in the midfield. It just doesn't seem like that's what he wants to do. He wants to kind of, you know, have some time on the ball, pick a pass, you know, maybe, uh, maybe he'll take a, take a loose, ball from here and there, but he's not really pressing the way that you see even out of like a granite jock. And I don't even think granite jock is the greatest presser in, a, in the world, which tells you a lot about Sambi Lakanga. I don't even know if a loan is worth it at this point, because I, I've, I said this kind of bluntly and I don't mean to be rude to the guy because I think the world of all of our players, but like our backups need to be able to come in and play at a certain level you've got Premier League games you might need to get subbed on for. You've got Champions League games hopefully next year that you might need to come on for. The, like playing against Oxford, it, it should be a joke. And what was interesting was seeing that dichotomy in, in our team. when Gabriel Martinelli had the ball even though um, they did really good uh, a good job of marking him. When Eddie and Ketty had the ball, when Sokka had the ball, there was this air of like, we're just better than you. You know, like they would just take the ball and they're like, okay, but there would just be no one to play it to, no one to bounce it off of. So they kind of got ran into a brick wall. That's what, um, but like with Sambu Lakanga, that just looked like his level. And that's the kind of the most damning thing about, I, that I can say about the whole performance is that he looked like he could slot in for one of the Oxford players. And that might mean that he's not long for this world at Arsenal. <laughs>
4: Was that Marcus McGuane, formerly of Arsenal, and Barcelona yeah. that was playing for Oxford now? That
1: Yes. That's an interesting career trajectory for that guy. Was, Deke was talking about that earlier. Um, oh, I'm sorry. He had Deke, to go. What, did, what did it say about him on Wikipedia, Deke? Where else did he go?
2: I oh, no, he left. Uh, he left Arsenal and, and went to Barca, Barcelona B. Remember you said he went to Barcelona B and did didn't he even make it into the first two.
1: Another English, um, I'm thinking a, a championship side. Oh, I, I, oh I, 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 I only I didn't I didn't see any more than that. Uh my that. let's
2: have a little butchers at him, shall we? We'll go on the check on the wiki. Uh oh, he went to Knott's. Here's the most Notts. recent Notts. picture Notts. of them. Um I say he went to Nottingham Forest, but he didn't even play once for them. So I don't know. Would you it is strange? Would you, would you call it that? Like you go to a club, you not play once, but you so you I went to that club, I didn't play for that club because technically. Well, valid, did for it? That club. Oh, okay, well
0: there you go.
4: Emiliano Sara did
0: it. D- Danny, see, I, was, can I have you yeah. a question. Can I ask you yeah, a question? Yeah. We we have Charlie Patino, the uh prodigal son that's supposedly going to be coming back at the end of the season. Do we stick it out right now for the half season with Sambi Conger or would you go into the market and deal with that?
1: Well, from what I little I've seen of, of Charlie, Charlie is in the Odegaard mold and the, mm-hmm. the Fabio Vieira, I think if he came back now, he'd be third choice to those two, but I think there would be a riot in Blackpool. I mean, the place could do with smashing up. It's a shithole. So there would be a They love him. He's got his own chant. The fans love him. He's a cult hero. Uh, And that, I mean, for someone so young to go there and do so much and be, he he is there, Martin Erdigerd and he's fantastic and it's, it's great to see a young man go there and do that so i am we actually have a loan manager at arsenal and that man needs to be fired out of a cannon into something squishy because most of the loans over the last 10 years that i've been doing podcasts i'm constantly going pointless pointless waste of time point when you're playing football manager yet again enough reference when i loan a player out i can specify position must how often he plays like whether he's a star player regular player uh, and all of that stuff it seems like these people have never heard of being able to do that but Charlie when he comes back next season I think I'd like to let him go the path of uh that um the, uh, super Jackie Wilshere did go on loan to a championship side or maybe a low, lower part um Premier League side someone who is going to play decent but maybe even Burnley when Burnley are coming back up if Vincent Company stays at Burnley it's twice I've said this, but it is a revelation what that bloke has done to that club, all under his own steam. Maybe give him a loan to Burnley in the in the Premier League next season. It's a little bit chilly up north, but being Blackpool's quite far up north, just have to go uh, left or right a little bit. I don't know where Blackpool is. I Only went there once. Uh, so I think he's, he's a really good player. What do you think, Aston? I mean, would you do you think that, that's similar enough to be able to sort one for the other? I,
0: I think that uh, I think from what I hear is uh, Everyone's saying that Patino's Kind of the Jaca heir apparent From from what I hear around the club And that's where I would That's why I would say maybe in the future We can see him as a long-term replacement But I'm more worried about the short-term I mean, we've got a season to play now We've got Europa League to play now FA Cup games to play now And I don't know if Sambi Lakanga If you can't do it against Oxford Then how the hell are you going to do it Against any of the other teams That we will say between now and the end of the season I just can't see game time for him or or justifiable game time which is bad because I know Jacques is a machine but the dude never stops playing and eventually you know Eventually, he's going to need somebody to be there, which is why I would go into the market. Bettino, though, Bettino looks like a he, he's he's a nice lad. He's a nice boy. I can see him coming through. I I, I hope he does well, and I, and I hope he uh, I hope he's the next young prodigy to come through. Supposedly, the best academy he's ever seen, according to some.
3: Wow.
1: Mike, next season. I mean, where does it leave Tyranny, Suarez, and Le Conga this season? Surely, uh, oh, there's a pub full of mics. How did that get up there? That is that is a thing of beauty. That is, and it's all actually you. People but I didn't put that up there, did I? No, I did. That's the oh, Feinberg okay. day of Feinbergness. What, what happens to these people for the rest of the season? Because Lukonga is like like everyone's been saying, Lukonga has shown absolutely nothing tonight. Is you it an, to is an excuse? The fact that he's been an unused sub in eight of the last nine Premier League games. No, I mean, don't we have an under twenty
4: one team? I mean, he either needs to be do, playing there or going. We don't at one.
1: see that anymore. There's very little yeah. swapping over between the uh, the first team and the under twenty ones as it is now. That before it used to be a regular thing. He, now he, he needs a loan.
4: He needs to be loaned before the end of this month, and I know that leaves us even shorter. But that's a reason why we need to buy some te- buy or loan in some temporary experience Premier League cover in that position. I don't care whether, I mean, it's a hard position to try to, to try to fill, but we need the bodies and he's just not the one. Uh, Not yet. I still believe that if there was, you know, if Thierry Henry and, and, uh, and others, you know, for, who are involved in the Belgian setup, saw enough of him for them to sign him directly into the first team and his captaincy at Anderlecht and, and in the uh, youth team at Belgium, I believe. I mean, there's something in there, but he's just hmm. not coming out at this point. As far as
1: Tierney and who was the third one that you mentioned, Vieira? Um, Tierney and um, Vieira. Yeah, Lakonga Tierney. Cedric. Oh, so Cedric. Cedric.
4: Well, Cedric's, Cedric, if it's possible that Fulham's actually going to give us money for him, then, then, then it's time for him to go. <laughs> Um, and, um, and Tierney, I mean, Tierney is an Arsenal player. I, I, I want Tierney to be here for the next five years. Okay. Um, and, and I'm not fighting for him to be starting ahead of Zinchenko, but he can do a job. He's a different player than Zinchenko. And, and as I was, as I'll be the third to say now, as I was saying on our podcast, <laughs> uh, before we came on and ruined yours was, um, You know, he he's a he's a leader. He's a gamer. He's not going to be discouraged and start being a one and and uh, and and you know just
2: start having
4: you know having a a, throwing his toys out of the
2: pram and just saying he's already he's already done that. He's already done that. He's moaned he's moaned about first team opportunities already this season. He's already moaned. In
4: in what in what format?
2: I mean, did he did he talk to the press about it? It Did he uh, interview? Yeah, interview
1: which yeah, play we play with, did moan. Did, did Tini, he mo-
2: moan about first-team opportunities this season already? He's already moaned. I wouldn't be surprised. Did he, did
4: he moan about it or did he say, I'm going to have to fight for my place? Because that's the, – the, I mean, it. I
2: acknowledge it. I can't remember. It was, was it. This, it was about – it was November hmm. last year.
3: But I, I, I would I would agree there with, with, with Deacon. Deacon, not in terms of – I'm not sure about the interview, obviously. But I don't see him like that type of character, Mike. I think he's come from a club like Celtic where he was one of the he main wants to men. Yeah, yeah. He, he wants to play. It's not football. an El We're we're yeah. blessed with an El Nenny. Blessed. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. And I just don't think that's in his character. I think that for a season, yes, maybe it's season and a half, but I think come the end of this season, if he's still being viewed as as clear second choice, that he may opt to try and push for a move. Now yeah, we can't lord someone like Mikhailo Mudrik for trying to force a move when circumstances that he's not comfortable. So I think when it comes to, I wouldn't blame
4: blame him if he did, and and, and I and I'd love to see that interview because I recall there being a conversation. And he recognized the fact that he was he had seem, seemingly lost his place in the picking order, but said he was going to fight for it
3: to get it back. Yeah, but look, he look here, Here's what I'll say about Tierney. And um, for the fourth time, as I said on our podcast, uh, you're going the Gunnersubscribed.com. Now I'm just joking. Sorry, we said Dan, almost sorry. nothing on our podcast. But we'll, but I'm finally learning that we actually I said it. we actually said quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but no, what I will say is that uh, uh, I absolutely worship the ground that Keane Tierney walks on. I think he's a model professional, and he's a he was our best player for eighteen months 100% but one thing we have to remember is he wasn't a Michael Arteta sign and we're, and we're now seeing with Alexander Zinchenko, that technical security, the ability to be flexible in movement in terms of where he goes the invited, Pistino, le, le, yeah. yeah, left back isn't left back, he comes in and mm-hmm. secures that midfield with Thomas Partey, his ability to yeah. play bo- balls between the lines I'm just not sure that Kieran Tierney has that in his locker, whilst he's a brilliant footballer does he just not suit this system you know, you said you were blessed to have El Nini.
0: Did anybody hear? There's been s- small little rumblings of maybe some interest from Aston Villa for El Nini? Would you guys actually make that move? And if so, how much?
3: I, it, I, I,
2: that'd be—we're not having a conversation with about that in January. I think that's a conversation to be. I, do, I
3: don't think for the money that you would get for what it would cost to replace the somebody of equal capabilities, capabilities, it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, in my opinion. On mm. well,
1: foot manager, you don't do it, innit, Danny? No, you don't. Anyone else here play? We got
3: more porn, more porn bots. I mean, go and check their site out first, and then things go oh, man, Is them. there any links? I've literally just got my laptop wiped and cleaned. <laughs> you know, like, fuck it again.
1: The first time he's wiped or cleaned in about eight months. But yes, <laughs> see, someone just said something. Um, see, the, the old way it used to be at Arsenal is you to be a really good left back and left winger, you had to have a. A thing together, remember it would be um Kieran Gibbs and who, who would play on the left hand side at the same time as Kieran Gibbs. Bloody hell, well A better idea, Bellerin and mm-hmm. uh and Theo Walcott. The mm-hmm. way you got together at Arsenal was you had to have a, a, a partnership together, one overlap with the other. That's not what Arteta does. Arteta wants you as a as a, a, let, a fullback to come in field, do the inverted thing, and then. Come and cover when because now that Jack playing further upfield, it needs you to come in and do that. And and Tyranny doesn't do that. That's not Tyranny's game. Tyranny's mm. game is the old-fashioned left wing back, left back re- roaming up the, up the the field, putting in crosses, which is something we were crying out for as Arsenal fans for about a decade. We finally get it. Best player for eighteen months. And Arteta goes, no, <laughs> that is stopping. Yeah, look, look, I've got Zinchenko now. And as much as I love Tyranny, no one in their right mind if you were building an Arsenal 11, you would put Tyranny ahead of Zinchenko. You'd never do it. And that makes me so sad. And I love him. And he's never going to play centre-back, um, left side of a centre-back like he does for Scotland, is he? And that also makes me very sad. And he's he's too good. He's too valuable. When we're working on a budget, that is a £30, £40 million pound player for a team that are desperate, a Newcastle, someone like that. And we can't turn down £40 million and have a player like that when we need to spend money on a more creative player. So it's going to be the- a sad day.
4: Is this, is this what we, uh, what we were referring to here? This was, this was in, in, uh, just in, uh, in it's October. It's been a tough start to the season for me. Uh, it's been, to- this was an arsenal.com interview. So I, 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 would imagine this isn't going to include moaning. It's going a bit stat paddy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've been trying to get minutes here. It's been a tough start, but whether I'm first, second or third choice, I'm just going to keep working hard and see where it takes me. Um, Reacting to the increased competition, I wouldn't say competition motivates me more. As whether I'm the only left back or there's five left backs, I'm still motivated to play and do well. Um, I'll work as hard as I possibly can. I train hard, and if the manager calls on me, I'm ready. Now, this is admittedly, I'll, I'm the first to say that this is, uh, you know, this
3: was for the .com, so he wasn't going to be like, "This is bullshit," and I run out. <laughs> I would, I, I would, I, I would say, Mike, that. Um, if you looked at the substitutions and look, obviously it's good that a player isn't happy to be taken off, but in Kieran Tierney's situation and who he was being replaced by at the time that he was being replaced by, I I think that he looked very, very deflated. I've never seen him walk off with that sort of attitude. His head was down his shoulders. He didn't even look at anybody.
2: I don't know where the interview is. It was a, it was a video interview months ago. I didn't, I didn't make note of it or anything like that. Um, But he, he didn't say the words, or I want out, but he, he voiced the words he used verbatim were he wasn't happy it wasn't just i'm willing to fight for my spot it was more than that um so i noticed that and i've just you just noticed it more and more as as, as time has gone on
4: oh I mean, and, um, I mean and there could be something to that i just you know and, and i a, would be it, open to selling him for the right price
2: but sure, i don't think he's going to be here past the summer but well,
4: let me just say i hope that he is uh, I'm, I'm not predicting whether he is or not. I, I hope that he is, and I think that that having having tyranny in 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 a season where we might have 65 games next season, let's hope. And uh, that's just the need, Champions League.
0: We need both of them. So, well, the problem is, is like when you get rid of tyranny, what do you do? Because Zinchenko. Bu- bu- of our left backs bar Tavares seem to be injury prone in the first place right like we can't we the reason why Tierney's had so many games over Zinchenko is because of that injury record yeah
2: people, seem, yeah, people forget about that part as well he's extremely yeah. injury prone isn't he so can yeah. we afford we, can we afford do do? to go into another season with the possibility of losing him for six months again
0: And How then it's also, but it's also like what other left back can play that inverted role than Zinchenko can like I'm, I'm honestly asking, is there another guy out there on the market that you could see come in and do better than Tierney does at that inverted role? Because whereas okay. I do think that he's maybe not happy and maybe not performing up to the standards that we may like, I still think that it's one of those like, well, it's the best of a of a situa- best of a bad situation. I'd much rather be like, oh my god, my my backup Tierney is unhappy than like looking at like. God forbid, it Tavares is our only option. You
3: know,
2: there's going to be lots of options. There's going to be lots of options. I can't name but, anyone off the off the top of my head, but there's going to be lots of options if you do some if you do some scouting. Someone that can play second fiddle, I don't see that being in a massive issue.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that Cairney's Kear- strengths don't particularly lie in his technical ability. You know, in close range, those pro- pro- close proximity passes stuff like that, that's just not his game. But I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be massively difficult to find somebody at least better at that part of the game than Tierney is. But what I would say as well is that uh, I think uh, Austin hit on a good point there is that he, he's he's injury prone. And the thing is, is that is Cairn Tierney's value going to be any higher at the end of this season than it is then? Because if he is playing second fiddle, to Alexander Zinchenko. Zinchenko suffered plenty of injuries. This is probably the longest run we've had with Kear Tierney fully fit um, and, and getting minutes under his belt. So it, it you have to start asking yourself that when it goes in the next season, he picks up another injury, he's not playing any more games er, or as many games as this season. What does that do to his, his value? You know, it's just gonna start plummeting plummeting. So I think that I think that this summer will be massive in terms of Kear Tierney's future at the club, whether uh, they see him, as Danny said, probably one of our most valuable assets that sort of are expendable to a certain degree. Um, because I don't think when you look around our squad, there's too many people that you could get significant money for that we would want to see move on. Is anybody so,
1: surprised that um, Zinchenko hasn't done the role for Arsenal that it does for Ukraine yet? I mm. thought we were going to see it today, actually. But that, mm.
4: before, before I had seen who who they were setting out for him, which... Was uh, was like the, like but
3: the, but he the, but he basically does play that role yeah. <laughs> a lot
1: of in the time. Uh, I mean, when he does it for, for Ukraine, he's there and he's, he's in the Jacker role all the time. He <laughs> he doesn't you don't have an Jack has been team. the best, been one of
2: the best players this season. That's the only yeah. reason why.
1: Um, but yeah, he, he has as, as as I said,
2: he he has come in um, through. He plays inverted wing back, so he comes he does come in and and, and fill into the, like a DM kind of role. And he the passes well. that he was playing second half against Newcastle.
4: Wow, he's doing the opposite of what Jaka used to have to do, where he was <laughs> playing as a midfielder and constantly had to cover for our left back.
1: Yeah, that's called an outverted DM. <laughs> I've just made that up. I like that. I like that, Daddy. That's
2: going to be yeah. Miles. Miles at Si is going to is going to steal that and he's going to put it in next year's FM.
1: But maybe that's some way that we can make keep keep um, Zin, uh, Zinchenko and tyranny at the club. I mean, who would have thought Xhaka would play almost every minute of every game all season? No, I wouldn't have thought that. Like Before you lot of raided us, how about this, Aston? Do you know, I don't know how far back your Arsenal history goes, but the the redemption arc for Xhaka, not only has it been swift, but I don't know any Arsenal player, and I go back to the mid-80s, that has ever done that. We've had plenty that have gone from hero to zero, but not, not hero to zero to hero again can you think of anyone maybe even in world football
0: yeah i don't think any i don't think anybody at the club off the top of my head i think maybe minor ups and downs with francis coccolan there were times when he was thought to not be good enough and then he came in good with Orla, and then and then he kind of like wasn't good enough again
3: after he created you know, the, the, the best sentimental partnership with I've Sandy, didn't i i've got Ooh. one go on but uh, per murder soccer Remember, remember, just he was very good, game, and man. then he got injured, yeah, and he was awful. And he came in for his last game, and was fucking outstanding. And against was it against Chelsea, right? that was. We but that was just lie. one
2: game. Jack is doing it <laughs> yeah. for a fucking season, mate, and consistently. Well, and, and
4: the added thing with Xhaka, too is it's not just his play that's kind of gone that roller coaster. It's it's the fans, the 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 <laughs> supporters' feelings about him, the way that they perceive yeah. him, like uh, a whole new and world. That's
3: turned into
4: That's a what you, rarely, that's what you <laughs> rarely ever see in in professional football in the social media era is someone who who makes enemies and then makes friends out of the same people, you know. Some some will never be uh you know switch back to him but uh but he's done a, a remarkable job both with his play and and I guess it made easier by his play and and the play being as a result of a lot of changes in how he's being utilized around him with the coach and, and the players around him. I mean,
3: it, it's an incredible resurgence that we're seeing from that guy. Good I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually starting to think, right. guys, there's plenty of people that we go from good, twat, good, at Arsenal, maybe we're too much of yo-yo well, you know, f I was gonna say good question for it's the GTG
4: thing. It's it's the opposite yeah. of Tom Canton's channel. It's it's the
0: good quad <laughs>
4: good.
3: Did
0: Jaka need to die for our Arsenal sins so that we could finally break the captain's curse? Because he's the only player that I've ever seen come back after be after suffering the captain's curse and actually being still being able to play football.
1: Well yeah, no I they're usually at Barcelona or Man City, aren't they? Yeah, it,
0: yeah, yeah. They leave and have horrible, have horrible careers, though. Vermeilen, Kachelle,ni who's heard They're of good. them after they left Arteta? Like, you know,
4: well, fuck them. So that's why he didn't leave. Because he still, he still had more to offer. And he, uh, and he hates me, even though I love him now.
1: What, what did you lot quickly think of? Uh, we've already said what we thought about Oxford, Mike. What did you think about Oxford? We, we praised them. We thought they really did quite well they didn't Newcastle was the phrase of the evening
4: no i mean they did all right i mean how many times have we seen third round matches where the Premier League club takes about an hour hour and a half to break through i mean i don't think it because when you when you start bringing in subs our subs improved us their subs you know i, I don't think they were holding anything back in their substitution so you know they they their first team did a pretty good job, but as soon as they had to start bringing in fresh legs against our better fresh legs, it was gonna, it was gonna turn. Um, they did fine. Uh, they probably would have preferred a draw to uh, to get the reverse match at 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 uh, at Emirates and get the money that goes along with it. But uh, they did their best. Um, I mean, they didn't do as
1: well as sixty nine mega dot com. Um, Has anyone been there to confirm? That it is for all tastes and ages. If someone can go there and confirm that, <laughs> and then uh, if they Aston, can, have a self-
4: can, Aston, can you go there please and see if they have. A-
0: uh, so the way that uh, my relationship set up. Um- <laughs> <laughs> oh, i think oxford don't you think that oxford was kind of and and i thought it was hilarious i don't know if Mikel arteta saw this coming but they pretty much only played one ball over and over again and that was like over trying to get over the head of tamiasu or rob holding in that hole and then we just headed back and that they had a
4: was- couple guys who could kind of make like dribble in mazes a little bit and got away with a few things and and mm-hmm. penetrated but I mm-hmm. mean, they're a classic League One team. They, on their day, they could they could pull off an upset, but they weren't playing to win. Um,
3: they were playing for the rules, and that's yeah, kind of I'm how not, you have to approach. I'm not sure. I don't think that you're giving them enough credit. I think that when you looked at the game as a whole, uh, that they were very expanded across the pitch. They weren't parking back and, you know, like two banks of four all the time and, and sitting behind the ball that they were genuinely trying to get the ball forward at at the quickest opportunity because i know you said if if they were were truly
4: if they were truly going for it we would have had you know eight nine ten counter-attack opportunities and we really did make that's that's
3: the disappointing thing that many people were pissed off about you know and i think that what they what they did was recognize right and rightfully so that they were never going to play the ball completely through us um you know with frequency and and they were targeting our weakest defender and Rob Holding. I don't think I'm I'm being an ass and saying that. And at times they almost get joy out of it. That's what these teams live off. Do you know scraps when they're playing against top teams in these FA Cup runs. They're they're waiting for those one or two moments and and I think they almost got through on a couple of occasions. But one thing I want to throw back to you, boys, because you are Americans. And you know I, I don't want to hold that against you, but what what I was <laughs> going to say was. I'm <laughs> impressed were you, boys, with Matt Turner because something that I've noticed that even though he doesn't look overly comfortable, that dude's commitment to try and play the ball out from the back is absolutely second to none. I mean the effort that he's putting in and to be fair he's getting away with it. He maybe doesn't look as slick and skillful as Rams deal with the ball at his feet but but the results are, are pretty much the same or they not.
4: He said that that was an area in his game that was not truly crafted at you know in playing for the mls i mean he's he's come out and said basically i have to improve with the ball at my feet because that's how we want to play and that's where i compare most most weekly to, to ramsdale and to his credit you can tell he's been working on it the decision making which is often more more important than the actual physical skill um you know, I mean, I don't know how, how much you can pat him on the back for just laying the ball out to El Nanny, you know, four yards, which he did a handful of times. But it, it, it was the right play in those situations. But even when he goes out wide, um, I think his distribution in throwing the ball is, uh, is still much better than in playing with the ball at his feet. But he's far more comfortable than he used to be. And, you know, that just shows that that can be taught. It can be learned it can be improved. Uh, it just can't be if your name is Petr Cech or Berlana. That's the problem.
0: Between one, the set Fulham. I think, I think that uh, Turner, I think Turner, you should give Turner more credit than that, because I think that takes a, a lot of balls. I mean, you say it's a four foot pass to El Nini, but there is a defender between them. And I think that his, i'm
4: just saying you don't learn that much about his 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 capability to to distribute and play out from the back because it's a simple pass i'm not saying it was the wrong pass
0: different podcasts same marginalization okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: He said when I mean, we were talking about him, I said, I wonder how long he will stay here because he probably would have expected a decent run. He, he missed two of the Europa League games. He only he missed the one League Cup game and he's played one FA Cup game. Now, when he was coming to Arsenal, the promise probably would have been you're going to play at least six Europa League games, have a decent run in the League Cup and the FA Cup. You're probably going to get the best part of 20 games this season, maybe a couple of Premier League games. So far, he's had five. I don't think a player of his quality off the back of a World Cup that he's just had, would 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 want to stay around for at the end of the season. Plus, he's no spring chicken, is he? I mean, he's what is he twenty six, something like you,
4: that. You don't think he's living his dream at Arsenal right now, just knowing that he's one injury away from being the starting goalkeeper at Arsenal? I mean, the, the best job sometimes in in uh, in a sport like it, the absolute best job in professional sports is is backup quarterback, and and being a, a second a second string if we, uh, to use the American phrase or being, you know, being a uh, second team goalkeeper for the arsenal uh, going from the new England revolution is a massive step up. I think he's thrilled to be here. I don't know that he'd be necessarily looking to, to, you know, I, I guess I'm taking the, having the same take as a as Kieran Tierney in this situation, but for a different reason. Um, I think he's happy to fight for his spot. He's seen what's happened with, with guys like Emmy Martinez in the past, who fought for their spot for 18 years uh, until they finally got a got some run. So uh, he's a happy camper.
0: How about this? I don't want guys that are happy nicking a living. I don't want a guy to, that's happy being backup quarterback.
4: You know I what to, I mean? I, I, I've I, never had so H&M you
1: should just be, you should be, about Tyler before.
4: <laughs> you should be walking around spitting and and and. Uh, and and screaming
3: at people. I mean, this
2: is the most I've ever spoke about Turner all season.
3: <laughs> yeah, but see, th- this is the lesson you learn with these guys. You just throw something American at them <laughs> and they are fucking. We're going into so much
2: depth about Turner. I'm like, fuck you, all, know, man. Jesus. Wait, so what did mean? you think about
3: Matt We're Turner's on the verge
2: of signing Woodrick, right? We're, uh, we're, you know, I think, I think we're this like, is a game that Zellman would have excelled yeah, t- in. T- I think Wait, hold, think hold Zell- on. Turner. Really Turner's,
1: well. Turner's, Turner's, <laughs> Turner's playing
2: football.
0: He's got yeah. a chance. <laughs>
2: I'll <laughs> let I, you know I, how many God. American
0: flags he has in his uh, in his room, okay? like, all right, <laughs> He's the only guy on the world stage, man. Stop, don't take this away from us, all right?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 no, I just, I, just, I just didn't realise you could talk so much about <laughs> Turner. Well, we could talk so much about Turner, um,
1: who I'm just like, okay. <laughs> well, you see how much the Scottish are going <laughs> mental about, um, about tyranny, and even Owen's trying to grab some of that Celtic nonsense. <laughs> He's having a slice of that Celtic pie. Yeah, well, we we're haven't gonna, had we're gonna, anybody. Gonna, the,
4: the next twenty really,
3: really or The next
4: twenty minutes, we're going to be talking about Yosef Beniun because because uh, I don't think we have enough oh, Judaism. The Jewish, in the Jewish savior. Yes, we're uh, we're we're absolutely you know we're going to move to that now.
0: What about Emmy, <laughs> guys? Anybody had any thoughts about like his small little cameo? Oh, I thought you meant Emmy <laughs> Martinez, not Emmy Martinez. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> nobody talks about him anymore. We, we don't speak. Oh, oh my God.
2: I we were just going we go, right, Can we just go through the history of previous ex-Arsenal keepers, please? Just break it <laughs> yes. no, well, I'd, I'd like to answered.
4: talk about how Chesney, Chesney
1: was kind of the third... Kavianski, you know, right? Third a, in, in Give me out. Out. Let's do it. So, if you listen what carefully, can we you can really hear Mark McDonald can you? rubbing himself to uh, our... Can you get Mark Poom on the podcast, Danny? Hey, Can't you get Mark Poom on the podcast? The Latvian legend, over a hundred games for Latvia, oh my God. Estonia, oh my God. Latvia, Estonia.
4: Yeah, it's Estonia.
1: <laughs> one of the two. They've got a. They've got a best eleven of both sides. Yeah, I don't know which one it was. Now we have a
4: user question from from Stephen. Uh, uh, Deke, you want to take this one? Does uh, Does Turner wear mascara?
2: <laughs> I barely see the guy play football. That's why I'm blown away by the fact that we're talking about him so much. So I have no idea. I've not really looked at his face up close. I spent the whole summer with him this summer. And, uh, what? But really
3: Dick, nice d- d- what the fuck? Like, imagine Matt Turner is an avid uh, avid listener of Abarakam Wonderland, and the dude yep. has been waiting for his moment, and he's thinking, yep. "Fucking Oxford away, finally, Danny the JFP is going to talk some shit about me," and he's tuned in, and now you're you're taking his moment away from him. I think that's really like him. I think we should talk about
2: him more. I, mean, I, I I've got no I've had no issues with the guy. I just can't believe we're having so much topic about the bloody bloke. If well, he's, he's in said, here, if he's in here and he's got genuine gripe with what I've had to say, then he knows
3: where to find me. I think I think hat. look <laughs> <right> <laughs> obvious, obviously there. I I've got I've got to go um now, but I think that we should schedule a podcast for this alone, um, with the five of us. Just a Turner Matt gone. Turner tactical breakdown. Turner cast. <laughs> a Turner,
4: Turner one. Turnercast 2023,
2: and, and, this, and was like um, me. this was like me, wasn't it? Last season, constantly bringing up Tavares. <laughs> he just constantly bringing up Tavares. are you did Portuguese you or something? No,
1: I just re- I just I liked his attacking threat. He was decent. You could have seen the uh, the, the podcast we did when Danny Cabassou made his debut in the League Cup. That was a beauty. That was that was the first ever podcast. I went on for three days. You know in any man, industry?
2: Danny Cabassou, you know in- the man who found Gideon Zellerem. Anyway, DJ, I digress yeah. I'm, hey, I'm
1: also leaving for the evening yeah, I'm so also leaving for the evening progress, um... Cheers Deke I I'll I will see you on the post game for the Spurs game Deke thank you very yeah, much yeah cool stuff Definitely man at come short on, notice come on, know, let's go uh,
2: have a good evening gentlemen and everybody on the pod thank you very much for listening I really appreciate it you know where to find me I'm here if you want to follow me I wouldn't recommend it though because I'm quite political anyway good
4: Take cheers, cheers sorry we ruined your evening Owen are you off good luck we yeah, definitely could, ruined that guy's evening. Did ha- he did so not seem he not seem happy to see
3: us.
1: I I'm sure saying goodbye.
3: I. Shut up, you oaf! Yeah, Are good we... luck putting up with these fucks. See, a 24-hour podcast on the go here, right? Um, yeah, thanks for all your listeners who probably don't really like us very much, but I'm sorry.
1: Well, they should go and follow you on on Twitter. E O I N Y O U N G A F C. I follow him. <laughs> I'm not saying I, I don't regret it, but it's I just you. It.
3: No, but it's just you, you and about four hundred Indian men that I'm pretty sure are bots. Eighty <laughs> percent of Twitter is bots. That is official. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: that's
3: so how All fucking bots.
1: You know where they don't have
4: bots?
3: <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> Matt Turner's basement. <laughs> okay, I'm gone. So thanks, boys. Thanks, Danny. I'm sorry, Danny. Good sorry, mate. Chad. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> oh, no. Much love,
1: Owen. Oh, so this oh, was a go. good
3: idea gone bad Michael in Sweden has a, a good question
1: Do you guys think Turner prefers bone in Or boneless chicken Bone it, in, never heard it referred to it that way
0: Oh yeah, bone in is
1: Fran, Fran did a show tonight okay.
0: the, the only answer to that question Is chicken nuggies
1: Well they're made up from our souls And ear you don't want you don't want to go anywhere Near any of that shenanigans <laughs> Oh Rami Shaban <laughs> Shami Raban is here mate. How
4: come you haven't heard him on the uh, on the show for a while?
1: Because we've got to, we've reached. It's like you know when you get like much like your marriage, Mike. You you don't you don't want any any passion in your life anymore. You're just both waiting for death, and so you don't do anything new and adventurous. So that's much like us in podcasts, and this is our tenth season of doing it, just be grateful we turn up really. Well, that's why I that's thought you could, you could use a uh, you could
4: use a, a, a takeover
1: tonight. Uh, Fresh input of some spunky young
4: gentlemen. It ruined our show, though, because I thought we'd have both of them going live at the same time. But there's some wacky thing with the camera. So I basically I think people who are still tuned into ours, although it, it might have been the most entertaining part of the show, but they, they just ah, got, like ah, empty windows and I don't know what was <laughs> muted and what wasn't muted. And I'm, finally, I'm like, all right, fuck this. This is this is over. Just go over to ABW because it's a real podcast. Uh, have you oh my on. God. You...
0: Go on, Aston. No, I was just saying. Unlike ours, ours is a shambles. We call it the Dooner shambles.
4: Is, that sh- is, that- is- we could go from speaking of going from good to 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 pony to good again? Uh, you know, good <laughs> podcast late last week. Tonight
1: was the worst, and then we got tomorrow going. Tomorrow, Mister Dixon was talking about the uh, show on when he was doing the uh, the commentary on ITV tonight. He was mentioning that he's going to be on your show tomorrow.
4: No, he wasn't.
1: I would, I would, that
4: I I would love, but uh, I know better than to believe that that is remotely true. He did email me earlier today. He's like, all right, so what the hell are we doing tomorrow? (laughs) It's
1: best to explain the concept well enough
4: to him, I guess.
1: Um, Fran, have you seen my, um, my mustache? Look at that. Sean says, I look like, in quote, a fucking nonce. Do you think, do you think, do you
4: think, Fran, that you could, that you could draw him? without throwing up all over the art.
0: That's what uh, I, see.
4: I had a mustache for about an hour and a half last night.
0: It, mustache or beard? Like, which is better? I've always said mustaches are, are the way to go, and I, that's why I appreciate the art that I'm seeing above me. But uh, but are you, are you a beard guy, Mike?
4: Um, I, I do them all. I, I, I went from having a beard and a mustache to having just a mustache to having nothing all during the Sunday roast last night. I shaved, I shaved on camera. Um, I'm also now the drapes match the curtains, but uh yeah. There's a r there's there's a contract that says at all times I have to look exactly like Danny. it,
0: it is. It's the only uh, way well, my mum doesn't get confused. You shaved on camera. That's a weird way to promote your OnlyFans.
1: Yeah, I did. <laughs> well that's where the unedited version is when he decided to dip down a little bit further. See, already this show has turned into the Sunday roast.
4: Pretty much, we might as well just make it official. <laughs>
1: just... go. This is uh, a picture of me back in for most of my life with a beard. Look at that! Oh, He's the big show, yeah. I'm like, the- five, 10. that's when I, I took all my earrings out when I when I had my 40th birthday. On the day I went, no more, no more. So, that's uh. Yes, that's that's a good one. But I've had a goatee for most of my life, and then only started having a beard about ten years ago, I think, possibly. <laughs> I don't.
0: Feel any this shit. is a
1: picture of Danny. This is a picture of Danny when he when he um, was suffering from a severe illness. You know uh, I can't look. I'm looking for something.
0: I'm sorry, he hates me right now because I'm being like, "What no, so What are you doing?" <laughs>
1: What have you done? What is it? I missed it. Hello. <laughs> Didn't want to be English no more. Have you ever... Look at that one. <laughs> oh, that the eyes you... say I'm having you murdered. The monkey on my phone says oh, I like monkeys and fluffy things. Okay. <laughs> have you ever
0: seen that uh, meme that's like the Arsenal players with all with mustaches? It's incredible.
1: Didn't that have something to do with um, Bellerin? No, no, it
0: was it was literally just somebody drew mu- like made fake mustaches on him. It was really great.
1: Is it as anywhere near as good as this wonderful thing that I once made? It's uh, he's changed the fucking thing. My El Nenny Wonderland has disappeared. We'll have to have me when I was Jewish. <laughs> oh, here you go. It is uh, I made that an El Nenny Wonderland. Every one of them is an El Nenny. And that tonight that sums up tonight's game, really. That's all it does. Just perfect trophies, Elnenes and cheeky smiles. Incredible.
0: Are <laughs> you going to talk about ESR? Like nobody's talking about Emmy today and he played a game for oh, one. That's who you meant by Emmy.
1: Yeah. Ah, yes. I'm uh, delighted. I'm over the moon that he is back because it, unlike most times when the prodigal sons come back, it's they play one position. He can play. He can play Martinelli, he can play Saka, he can even, uh, Deke says he can play as as the Jesus, he can play as the Eddie, he can do the Erdegaard, he can do the Xhaka. He Is I don't remember the last, probably the last player we had that was that versatile was Perry Groves. And look, <laughs> look how much he loves him. It's, he is going to be, I mean, how many times last season did he come on and score goals? Absolutely stunning player, and I love him. I,
4: I keep talking about how I think if he really has resolved his his health issues, his muscular issues, that he's got as much upside, if yep. not even more than than Sacca Martinelli. I mean, it's it's crazy to say that, but I think he's got so much skill. He's just physically never been a hundred percent, and so if he he's growing, wasn't it? It's a big yeah. if, but if his penis is fixed, it's like a groin thing, right?
0: <laughs> yeah i think it was i think it was a growing thing and yeah it, it'd be a little bit like the uh, uh you guys remember marco royce yeah, famously dortmund. injured now he's dortmund like the dortmund. least injured player in borussia dortmund he's, a, he's an absolute legend i can i can see hopefully emmy growing into that stature he almost scored off the bench today did you see that like yeah with yeah,
4: the- yeah it was like a, it was deflected i think about a foot wide it might yeah have been so did this actually happen? Did, because we didn't get Lee Dixon over here. Um, Lee Dixon uh, was complaining about drying
1: the ball with a towel. No, did what you? he said was because it was the ball was constantly wet, and he went. he has gone old school. He's drying the ball with his his um, Arsenal shirt, and I think maybe because the shirt was white, he was probably saying it's not a good idea. But I don't think he was having a moan.
0: I, I thought it was about because um, we were using Oxford's towel. And they were like, "Why is the ball boy letting Arsenal use their towel? Because that's something they don't normally do."
1: That's new to me. I didn't know we had to bring our own towels. It's like the Germans on the beach. I don't mean, and I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean um, World War Two. No, no, because they weren't there to build tan castles. I mean, they are—they are my people. So, the Germans. Thought, oh yeah, unfortunately, my name was a whore, shagged everyone. Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there goes Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike has left. You're bringing up a painful, uh, you know, a painful episode. I'm having to put you down as as English to get you in the football manager game. I said this last night, didn't I? Yeah, look, an angry Scotsman. Well, you're uh, also so having to jock. put me down as able to play football. So, I mean, speak Hebrew in um, badly. That was uh, <laughs> that was a must. Uh, but jock Jock doesn't look happy, but then you got um, Raj's Giru Lama. How about. <laughs> How about Bale retiring, and uh, Lloris retiring from international football? Bale he went on, on top. He won the MLS championship with the final kick of his career, just about. And uh, Beckham did that, that as well, didn't he?
0: That one seems a weird one to me, though, because I feel like he had a couple of years left in the MLS. Yeah, but maybe really. I didn't watch him. I don't really but watch. You're
4: him telling all. me he couldn't get like seventy million from uh, from a Saudi Arabian team? Like. like <laughs> Like one third of whatever Ronaldo got, you, you you don't think he could have gotten that? I mean, the guy the guy just went from active play. Well, you can't really say he was that active in in LA. Came off the bench. He, he he signed for the team, never played. Came World off Cup. the bench in the in the MLS Cup final, won it for them, and then just that was you know other than no, well he didn't. Did he play in the World Cup? <laughs> it was yeah, just last night.
0: Yeah. He played for Wales. Him and Ramsey stunk it up. It was it was uh, not so fun to watch.
4: So, <laughs> are you saying that Ramsey stunk it up and Giroud did really well in the World Cup? Is that what you're
0: saying? Yeah, and I'm still saying Ramsey's peak is still better than Giroud's every day of the week.
1: I'm not a Giroud fan. Well, Giroud we're, not gonna, we're not going to bring this
0: argument up then in this because I'm not <laughs> Him and I fight over who is better for Arsenal, Giroud or Ramsey, like every time we talk.
4: Ramsey was Ramsey because of Giroud. Well,
1: Ramsey was world class for five minutes. Yeah, Giroud Giroud, was world class for nine. He needed and... him, didn't score for sixteen games. Mm. He so. had a, he
0: had a
4: bad run.
0: Listen, I love that I'm just in a little block here with a llama. These are these are our banter our banter era heroes. Okay, they were imperfect because of the times. Okay.
4: I just think I think Giroud was the best the best number nine in the history of the Premier League.
1: The yeah. yeah You're getting too close to that llama. It's giving you a uh, essence of llama. Right. It's uh, This has been an hour and a half for a 30-minute show, and I'm getting quite bored of Mike here. You repulsed me at the best of times. but tonight do we, do we end with the Sunday roast theme, or do we end with, uh, with, with the birthday? <laughs> you can't do that on any day other than a Sunday. That is highly illegal. Um you haven't got your own shirts, have you? Look at that beauty. Ooh, that is a nice shirt. I designed that mm. four years ago, and so far I've made zero. Sad you d- times. You designed that all by yourself? I did. I told them what I wanted and where I wanted, and even in the bottom of the 10, the zero has got ABW. But we do two versions of it. One that's of them a- won't have all the writing on the back. That's I've a- got someone local to me to make them.
0: Listen,
1: how about this if
0: you send me a shirt i'll wear it on stream because you know i sell shirts so.
1: <laughs> you sell shirts yeah, sold that one to yeah, a bunch of people different. oh i see yes right um thank you very much you two for ruining the show it's been uh well, it's been something <laughs> you know
4: if we're gonna ruin a show we gotta ruin a good show so ashton let's pick one and do it next time no this uh I think your viewership trebled.
1: Once we uh, well, done. it was troubled. It sure trebled
4: from like 44 to
1: 47. That's, that's what troubling is, right? Like- well, it is indeed. Yes, unless you ask Dishy wishy Sunak, then it is uh, just numbers. So nice. right. now um, I'm tell- next to Sting. No, <laughs> <kidding>. well, tell <laughs> people where they can find you, ask them. Thank
0: you so much. I apologize for Mike Mike's antics. He literally held a gun to my head and said if I didn't click the link that he would never let me on the show again. Um, If you ever want to have, like, a normal show where we talk and not with him, like, feel free anytime you want, any day of the week, I got you, man.
1: As long as you don't let him in (laughs) Uh, on an awful show, says Steph. And Steph should know he's been with ABW since day one. Very good. Mike, uh, where can people find you if they want more of this nonsense?
4: Uh, find me on the Gooners pod tomorrow with a couple of blokes that uh, that like talking about football and broadcast a lot of Arsenal games. Well, let me see where they are. Did you take them off? Did you delete them? No, you changed the scene. Uh, that's, what it is. that's what it is. Yeah, we'll,
1: uh, we'll be having... Hey, <laughs> You're back. We're doing a podcast from bed tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Lee Dixon is bringing his hot, his hot water bottle and yeah. things are going to get saucy. Yeah, we're gonna there yeah we we're go. gonna talk
4: about, we're gonna talk about wiping off uh, footballs with towels. We're gonna talk about his other least favorite thing, which is the guy that lies down behind the wall on a free kick, and uh, we're gonna hear some magic from Lee and from Peter and from Soph, and uh, and do the what football praises FA Cup. Uh, Seven o'clock Ars Blog. eight o'clock Peter Drury. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Cheers. One one Peter Dury, Lee Dixon, Sophie Nicola, Jared Carver, and myself uh, all on the Goodness podcast tomorrow. So it's a big night. Come and join us. It will not be anything like tonight. It'll actually be good.
1: But sadly, I'm doing, not sadly, I'm doing, I won't be able to watch, but sadly, I won't be able to watch because I am happily doing the same old Arsenal podcast with me and Craig. And Craig's going uh, on it? Yeah, yeah, he's back now. And Amanda and I think Cookie is going to be on there as well. 7:30. Come and join us, and then I will t- tune into your show when that one is because he only does an hour. And then so I will be with you from 8:30. So if you can just get Lee Dixon to hold on, then we'll be there. Right. That is the end of this, this utter shambles. Um, does it have it down in this one? Got There's about a million fucking videos, most of which are you being a minge. Right, go back to this one. And then um uh Yeah, so we still got that across the board. Aston, would you like the Anfield 89 outro or would you like uh, the Steve and Dave one, our two ex-podcast members that sadly passed away?
0: Uh, I'll go with the Anfield one because I I don't know any better. Okie dokie.
1: Right, thank you very much, everybody. If you are new, give us a a subscribe, maybe a thumbs up. Makes no fucking difference. And we will see you later. Mike? Goodbye. Bye. Come on, you go.
3: Out it goes to Lee Dixon. Long ball from Lee Dixon. Smith will hold it up. Plays it square to Thomas. And Thomas has goes inside nickel. And Thomas is there. And Thomas has scored for Arsenal. In injury time, Michael Thomas has scored for Arsenal. A ball played through the gap. Thomas was there. He held off two challenges. Kept his head. By my watch, we are a minute and a half into injury time, and Michael Thomas may have
0: won the championship for Arsenal.
4: Still on. Was that that radio?